Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Today, we offer practical, biblical help for those dealing with suicide. First, though, as we begin our time together today, I want to encourage you to visit the Resource Center on our website, swrc.com. There, you'll find over 1,000 books and DVDs by the nation's top teachers, Bible prophecy, biblical mysteries, and the latest archaeology and apologetics are all found at swrc.com. That's swrc.com. The latest resources from Billy Crone, Lonnie Shipman, Micah Van Huss, and Josh Davis are all found at swrc.com. And available for the very first time, the entire Columbus, Ohio Prophecy Conference. All 12 speakers, 20 total presentations, all one complete DVD set. Topics include secret societies, invisible war on the saints, the earth as it was, Jewish roots of Christianity, the unveiling of the Antichrist, One World Update, and much more. And included in this complete set is Jonathan Kahn's presentation on the Josiah Manifesto. Order the complete Columbus Conference DVD set today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order this complete set at our website, swrc.com. Do you know someone who is suicidal or people who have lost a loved one to suicide? Then you need to listen to today and tomorrow's program. Greg Patton is talking with author James Bachman about suicide, prevention, and helps for those left behind. Over the next two days, you will hear a thorough, practical, biblical approach to preventing suicide and dealing with its tragic aftermath. Here is Greg Patton. Well, today, a most important message, leading cause of death in America, suicide. I remember high school when I first experienced this with a teacher, and in college, the same thing. But more than ever, especially among our military and our teenagers today, suicide, a growing problem. And my former pastor, Dr. James Bachman, is on the program today to talk about his brand new book. I am so honored to have this dear brother who has spent so many years serving Jesus on the program with such an important topic. I would call a friend and tell them to listen to Southwest Radio Church right now. This is going to be so enlightening and so helpful to the Christian to get a better understanding of what's going on today. And now my good friend and prayer warrior. Hey, preacher, good to have you on the program today here. Watchman on the Wall. Good to be here. So, Dr. Bachman, let me ask you, what caused you to, to write this book, Suicide Prevention and Help for Those Left Behind? Well, obviously, it was a growing problem with suicide. It's uh, plagued our, our country. Just in, in our state alone, in Indiana, 10% of the high school students attempt suicide. But uh, all across the country, the, the average number of military veterans that, that actually take their lives is about 22 and um, there are many other statistics that show the growing. But after many years of being in the pastorate and dealing with a number of people that uh, that had 
suicidal attempts or whatever. And then those that the family members that were left behind by those that took their lives, I was compelled. I think I'm going to write a pamphlet. <laughs> and so I began to search books and available and so forth. But I was shocked to find that nobody had taken a thorough biblical approach. So I spent over a year searching the scriptures and considering my own experiences. And I decided to write not just a pamphlet, but a comprehensive book called Suicide Prevention and Help for Those Left Behind. I decided that no one knows more about suicides and, and, and various other things and helping people that are hurting uh, and left behind than, than God himself. So that's why I included about 1,375 scripture references in, in, my, in my book. So that, that was why I did it. That's great. You know, I've kind of lost track of time, preacher, over the years. How many years were you senior pastor there at Roanoke Baptist Church? I was a pastor in Roanoke uh, for 32 years at the Roanoke Baptist Church and pastored up in Michigan prior to that time. And you're pastor emeritus, right? Is that the title now? That means pastor has been. (laughs) (laughs) I like that, sir. Well, let me ask you this. What was your first experience in helping someone who was contemplating suicide? Well, as, as I remember, I was, I was 18 years old and the salesman of cemetery markers and monuments in Lansing, Michigan. And I, I, called, I was calling on a widow lady on Wogan Street and just drop off some materials so that she would be ready when she was ready to purchase a monument or a marker. And she began to tell me about a stressful year that she had, including several of her own surgeries and her, her brother had hung himself. And in addition to that, she found out that her husband was seeing another woman. And then he fell over dead with a heart attack in his parking lot where he works. And, and boy, she was just stressed out. And so I thought, oh, my goodness, I've got to do something. So I went to my car and got my Bible. And sitting down with her at her dining room table, I, I led her to the Lord. And the boy, peace came immediately. Then she began to tell me about her plans for that afternoon. She had everything set up upstairs where she was going to hang herself when her brother did. And she says, no, no, I don't no longer have that desire. Amen. And so I took my grandmother. She was a Christian lady. I took my grandmother to her house several days to help disciple this lady while I made my sales calls. And she was able to get the lady studying the Bible and going to a good church. And a few weeks later, that lady told me, she says, this might sound strange, but I've never been happier in my whole life. And so that was my first experience. That's fantastic. And you were only a teenager, 18 years old? Yep, 18. That's amazing. So let's go back to uh, the book here. What's the premise of this book? Well, suicidal people need two things. They need short-term emergency prevention intervention, you know, stop them and and keep them from committing suicide. But after that, they have to have a long-term transformation in their thinking and their lifestyle. And because suicide is primarily a sin problem, uh, God's spiritual answer and program is, is listed in this book, and that's the best solution. So with all the people listening here for Watchmen on the Wall, Southwest Radio Church today, who do you think needs this uh, book, Dr. Bachman? Well, actually, everybody needs to be prepared to help suicidal people in the and those that are devastated by some left behind. And, but uh, we, we never know what Satan's going to try to pull on us. We know that Satan even tried to get Jesus to commit suicide by jumping off the pinnacle of the temple. So everybody needs it. I'm, I, I, and in addition to that, 
I have 17 pages of, in this book called Your Ministry of Suffering, intended for Christians, but everybody needs it, the suicidal especially, but, but everybody needs that. When, when we understand God's purposes for our suffering and God's point of view, from God's point of view, we rejoice in, in, in the privilege of suffering and finding God's strength to endure because he uses it as a testing and it strengthens us. And, and so pastors, counselors, funeral directors, recovery groups, uh, church libraries, military veterans, uh, youth workers, uh, they all need the book, including those that are suicidal and, and those that have been left behind. I think a key there is, and we found this recently in our book, Invisible War on the Saints, that so many pastors or those in the ministry just have no idea what to do. They're like a deer in headlights. And I think this is truly very similar. If you find somebody who has a problem, you know, how do you deal with that thing? So you've laid that all out here in the book, and I think that's just, it's tremendous. And so we're excited again to be able to offer that here at Southwest Radio Church and grateful to you because I think suicide touches probably everyone one way or another, and each day passing, it seems to get a a bit worse. So the book we're talking about today, Dr. James Bachman, Suicide Prevention and the Helps for Those Left Behind. It's available now at swrc.com, or you can call 1-800-652-1144, swrc.com, 1-800-652-1144. You can use this book, my friend. Now, with that, what are, what are some of the actions, sir, and some of the signs of a, a suicidal person? Can you tell? Yeah, you usually can. You, they're, they're, sometimes they're, they're, there's a rush for them to complete a will. Well, sometimes they have threats of suicide and, that they make and, and the telling acquaintance uh, goodbye for no apparent reason. They, they might be writing or talking about suicide or maybe seeking firearms or some lethal weapons of other kinds, and, and then also giving away important things that they might have, being just very depressed, sometimes feelings of worthlessness and, and bitter and revengeful, saying things like, nobody really cares, or I've had it, or I can't take it anymore. Those are some of the things that come from a suicidal mind. Here's the problem. I, I've heard it said that if somebody is talking about it, they're probably not going to do it, but I suppose you would disagree with that, right? I would fully disagree with that. I knew that was going to be your answer. Again, just curious relative to, uh, I've heard that in the past, that shows you how much I know, that if they're talking a lot about it, not going to happen, but uh, it certainly sounds like we ought to be concerned. And then I guess the next question would be, what are we going to do about it? So, uh, so what are yeah. some of the do's, thens, and don'ts of, uh, uh, let's say I want to help somebody. Maybe I know somebody right now, or those listening on our radio audience knows someone. There's certainly some do's and don'ts, I'm sure, that you have laid out. Yeah, the do's start with prayer for wisdom. I mean, every situation is a little bit different, but boy, you get into situations, you say, God, I, I don't know what to say or what to do, or maybe to say here and be quiet or whatever, but you start out by praying for wisdom, and then you listen intently as they unload, and then and then expressing your love and care for them as you're, as you're listening, and then convince them at least you care, somebody cares out there, and uh, give them hope that it's ava- that's available to them for qualified free counselors and, and also information they can find in this book, and then try to delay their suicidal actions. That's so important. And if they won't listen to you, 
you need to call suicide hotline or, or 9-11 because there's got to be somebody intervene with them to stop them from taking their life. Now, don't, don't argue. <laughs> this makes matters worse. Don't be judgmental and don't agree with their suicidal intentions and don't promise to chill, not tell. Okay. And I've, I've listed 14 steps of intervention described in my book. And so read them and use them. That's the key. Oh, that's so good and so important. Well, your message today is new to so many and maybe don't even think about helping someone contemplating suicide. There's obviously two trains of thought here. I have a feeling that someone who is in the ministry that knows Christ as Savior would deal with this differently than someone who is unsaved and is going to use maybe a psychological approach of some sort. Is that possible or can they somehow mix? Yeah, they, they can be mixed. Yeah, that's, that's a possibility. And of course, you know, God's got the answers and I, that's the best answer. But uh, anybody, that can, anybody that can help them uh, is, is necessary at this point in time. Okay, let me ask you this then. What, uh, of all the experiences you've had, and you're like me, you're not a spring chicken anymore. You've been around a while. <laughs> what, what would be a, a, a memorable intervention that you had? And I'm sure there's some there. Well, the one that had the most impact on me, I, I received a call late one night from a man that had actually led him to the Lord previously. Uh, he just wanted to call me and tell me goodbye. <laughs> he had an argument with his dad. And he was going to go ahead and commit suicide, the, the man that called me. And so he told me goodbye, and then he hung up. And so I drove quickly near to the next near town where he lived. He let me in, shotgun in hand. <laughs> and as I was calming him down, at least trying to, uh, there was a knock at the door. And it was his father and brother. And I tried to stop him from coming in, but he just forced his way past them and, and began a big argument. And finally, the suicidal man said, that's it. I'm done. Don't follow me. <laughs> so I asked those two to leave if they would, please. And, and I went down the hall and I was shocked at what I saw. He was sitting in the, in, in the bathroom and he had a shotgun barrel in his mouth and his finger on the trigger. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I prayed for wisdom. And, th and then I asked him if he had a will. And he shook his head no. And, and then he said, I said to him, actually, you know who's going to get your all your possessions when you die? And I said, your dad is. <laughs> and he, he was kind of bitter and surprised. And, and, uh, and so I said, if, if you, you need to write something down. And so I, I grabbed a pen out of my pocket. And the only paper I had was a deposit slip. So I gave that to him. And he wrote that uh, he wanted all his belongings to go to church, our church. And then, of course, um, that would likely not hold up in court. But anyway, got the gun out of his mouth. I was looking forward to that. And about that time, his dad and his brother came barreling in again. And they, they started a physical battle with him. And he was just tossing them all over the place. I grabbed the gun. They had called the police. And so I took it out to them. And then they came in. And they handcuffed him, took him to jail. And when, when he was released uh, from rehab, I went and picked him up and gave him his, his note back. And I said, hey, we're not interested in your money. You know, we just want you. And so anyway, I gave him some counsel from my book, and he got straightened out and got victory over suicide. Those are wonderful remembrances, are they not? I mean, exciting. That, and you've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of stories, but at least in this realm, that is, that's an exciting one. You probably saved a life there. I didn't, but God did. 
Absolutely, brother. Hey, what long-term help can I get from this book or those listening that would would purchase the book today? What long-term help do you have? Well, there's a 21-phase transformation program toward the back of the book, which really helps suicidals learn how to handle problems, which they find that God allows into their life, and they begin to enjoy it, actually. Um, I've got a list here. I don't know if I got time to, to give that list. We got time, my brother. Go ahead. Okay, I, I will. The first phase is is entitled, uh, Who Am I According to God? The second one is, Will I Spend Eternity in Heaven? The third one is, How Should I Start Developing My Prayer Life? The fourth one is, Who is the Worst Enemy? Am I my worst enemy? And, uh, of course, that's himself. But nonetheless, number five, Who's My Best Friend? That's obviously Christ, a long lesson. It's really good. And then, why should I choose God's will? And the, the seventh one, how do I find and follow God's will? Eight, what about church? Nine, how can I control my thoughts? Ten, how can I get help out of my Bible? Eleven, how can I help people the most? Twelve, uh, what is baptism? How can I overcome my bad habits? 14, how should I honor and glorify the Lord? Number 15, how do I handle the most traumatic stress disorder? And uh, that, that of course, is a, a problem, with, especially with, with the people that are um, veterans. And then 16, what is the big picture of the Bible? Of course, God wants a people for himself. That's the big picture, but we may go into detail there. How do I handle bullying is 17, and uh, how do I uh, study the Bible doctrine? How do I study Bible doctrine? Number 19, how do I get the most, how do I get more prayers answered? Number 20, how do I biblically handle my finances? Number 21, how can I continue the transforming process in my own and on my own? Each of the lessons is followed by prayer of commitment. Bible reading assignment, a Bible memory assignment, and also a service assignment. Because suicidal people have no real purpose, there's a section in the book that helps them to find their unique God-given gifts and how to use them for God's, for God's glory, and then to find their fulfillment in His plan for their life. It, it's been a thrill for me, actually, to, to think about the countless number of suicidal people who have read my book and been delivered from the suicidal thinking. Our guest today, Dr. James Bachman, and his most important latest work that is affecting families everywhere across America, suicide prevention and helps for those left behind. Stories, true stories of what has happened as Dr. Bachman has worked with people. So many stories of help and deliverance. My brother, let me say again, you've got so many, and uh, we could do an entire program just on the stories that you can tell about those people that you've shared this message with and who have been delivered. Some instances saved and then, well, just recovering. Could you uh, share another? Among those are a young teen that uh, now sits with his grandfather almost every Sunday in church with his Bible open, listening intently to the preacher, and another lady that... Uh, to become suicidal after she lost her husband, and now her adult daughter brings her to church. And that's just one more. I've shared so many of the stories you've told me with my church and 
Usually we're just uh, speechless. I mean, there are really some incredible things that God has allowed you to do in the ministry with people. Oh, and lest I forget, got to tell the story about a, a wrong number. I mean, this one is just almost hard to believe. And there was a man that called me one Sunday after church, and he's thinking he's calling the suicide hotline, and the numbers aren't even close between that one and my, my number. But he, he said he had a gun. He was about to take his life. And, and I led him to the Lord, got his address, and took him my book the next day. We become really good, close friends. And, and of course, he was delivered from his suicide. But uh, the truth is that we, we, we have just become best friends. We call each other often. But uh, he was delivered by the Lord and by the things that were written in the book. And that's just a few of the things that, uh, that happened along that line. You have been listening to Watchmen on the Wall. What an exciting message and help for people today. Suicide prevention and helps for those left behind. It becomes a bigger problem every day, and there's very little written out there about it. So grateful that God would, would, would pick Dr. James Bachman of Roanoke, Indiana, to write something very special that's already helped so many people. A reminder, you can get a copy of this book today, Suicide Prevention and helps for those left behind at swrc.com, 1-800-652-1144. Once again, to get this very important book on suicide and for those that are left behind, what to do, swrc.com, that's it, swrc.com, or you can call today, 1-800-652-1144, 1-800-652-1144 to get your copy. Dr. Bachman, my special thanks from Southwest Radio Church for joining us today and enlightening us in so many areas. And I look forward to your thoughts as we talk again tomorrow. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Do you know someone who is suicidal or people who have lost a loved one to suicide? They need James Bachman's book, Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind. Pastors, counselors, and even lay people can find the real causes and deterrence of suicide and how to help the bereaved find healing. Order this important book today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order at our website, swrc.com. Suicidal people need the program of a long-term transformation of thoughts and actions in addition to the short-term emergency prevention information provided in this book. They also need to understand and properly handle suffering and find and fulfill God's real calling for their lives. Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind by James Bachman. 1-800-652-1144. Friends, this book is full of many real-life stories experienced in Dr. Bachman's ministry, adding great insight and interest for the reader. Finally, a thorough, practical, biblical approach to dealing with suicide prevention and help for those devastated by its effects. Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind is an excellent book that you need to order today. It's by James Bachman, and it's available right now when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144.
The latest edition of the Prophecy in the News magazine is out right now. With a preview of this latest issue, here is Prophecy in the News magazine editor Lee Cutshaw and ministry president Dr. Kenneth Hill. Welcome, my friend. This is Kenneth Hill, and I am glad to be with you. It has been a little bit of time since we were together last, and so now we get a chance to come together and to talk about the latest issue of our Prophecy in the News magazine. Now, the Prophecy in the News magazine is a wonderful help to you and to me as we're going through life helping others and ourselves to understand the work of God and what he's doing in these end times. How did it all begin seems like an interesting topic for uh, the end times when it's the beginning times that we would be talking about. It's amazing that these topics intertwine even though they're not the same theme. They're really not the same theme. Think about it. When did the world begin and how did the world begin? And then (laughs) we look at how it's going to end. Well, we thought it was a fitting theme, though, for the beginning of the year. (laughs) Some think that it's a good idea. And the one that's standing here next to me, (laughs) we, we know for sure that you, Lise, have an idea that this is a good topic because the entire theme of Prophecy in the News magazine, the current one, is how did it all begin? J.R. Church, in the classic article that we have from him, gives us the untold story of Creation Week. Mm-hmm. He sure does, and he, being a technological guru himself, and very well known for technological advances, actually took to his computer to look at the skies of the time of Jesus' birth and the time before and the time after. His untold story of creation is pretty eye-opening. Wow. And does have us looking up, as he always likes us to do. Indeed. Looking up because God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Amen. Wow, it's good talking to you, and I look forward to the next time we can get together and talk about the wonderful magazine and its contents, Prophecy in the News. Friends, let me encourage you to order the book, Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind by James Bachman. Simply call 1-800-652-1144 and order your copy today. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order at our website, swrc.com. Suicidal people, they need the program of a long-term transformation of thoughts and actions in addition to the short-term emergency prevention information provided in this very book. They also need to understand and properly handle suffering and find and fulfill God's real calling for their lives. Suicide Preventions and Helps for Those Left Behind by James Bachman. 1-800-652-1144. Tomorrow, James Bachman will offer more practical and biblical help 
for people dealing with suicide. So be sure to tune in right here on Watchmen on the Wall. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. Thank you.